Welcome to the Audit Podcast, the number one podcast for the audit profession. Be sure to check the show notes for all of our social media channels and to sign up for the Audit Podcast newsletter. Now, here's your host, Trent Russell. This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. This podcast is also brought to you by AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit, risk, and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit auditboard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. Today on the show, we have Kadir Abdul. He is the internal audit manager over at B2V in France. They are a pension funds and insurance company. And Kadir is big on soft skills. He works with a lot of new auditors to get them trained up. And one of his focuses is on soft skills. So that's largely what this episode revolves around. And so he offers up a couple of different audit tips uh, to everyone listening. Talks about his favorite tool, which I was uh, a fan of. And also talks about how to deal with people that don't want to be audited, which is usually the majority of folks that we work with. Uh, that's a topic we haven't really discussed. And so I think it's a, a really good topic that we hit on, as well as how to deal with change rel relative to change management not the IT audit change management, but coming in, changing a culture. Uh, we see it a lot when we implement data analytics programs within an internal audit group. There is a, a piece of that that revolves around change management. Given Kadir's mission almost to train new auditors, I had to ask, <laughs> how can we train new auditors, whether that's interns, um, new hires, or even if we're pulling people from operations. And so I feel like every group every internal audit department has to deal with that. And so I think that's definitely worth listening to. And then lastly, we hit on what the root cause of resistance to being audited is. There's a couple of resources that we mentioned during the show. One of them being uh, an article from John Cotter, uh, written in the Harvard Business Review, titled Leading Change, Why Transformation Efforts Fail. So there's a lot of lessons that can be taken away from that article when there is change management amongst your team. The other one is the link to the ISACA Europe conference, which should be or could be pretty interesting to those uh, maybe in the um, in the US as far as getting like different perspectives from people all around the world. So that might be worth checking out if you can make it work with your time zones. And so there is a link there. Kadir is heavily involved with pulling that conference together. And so we definitely wanted to give that a shout out. Here we go. What is an audit tip that you could pass along to the listeners? I have not one, but two okay. uh, tips. Uh, the first one is don't push yourself too hard. Don't be too hard on, uh, to yourself and don't be too easy hmm. because it will uh, bring you some bad uh, surprises. I'm going to develop in small, um, briefly. Uh, 
as, a, as auditors, uh, you are expected to follow some best practices, some professional standards. Uh, and uh, we expect, also expect, I'm not going to cite them, but integrity, objectivity, we all know all of them. Mm -hmm. So we expect from auditors to know everything for everything. And uh, the thing is, an auditor is just uh, someone who has the ability to audit. Is not a subject matter expert. He has ability to uh, understand things, observe, uh, give insights, and then give advices for improvement. The, the objective is to uh, uh, leave the place in a better position. Yeah, uh, that, that's great because I know when we talk about inter or IT audit, like we can't be experts. So th that's why I'm yeah. saying just try to uh, have the balanced position, be agile, uh, and uh, don't try to push yourself too hard when the uh, culture, the corporate culture doesn't suit. Doesn't suit, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. so with IT audit, we can't be experts at SQL, Oracle, SAP, um, you know, all these technologies. And so I think that, um, kind of hammers that point home. That's great. All right. So what's tip number two, be the gardener and the guardian of the organization. Mm -hmm. Why I'm saying that because as a gardener, you have to disseminate risk culture. You have to provide guidance on best management practices. You have to get into the bottom of things. To do so, you have uh, you need to have a lot of skills. You need to develop your skills. So you on this aspect of the auditor, you are a lifetime learner. So please learn. Interest yourself to every a lot of any uh, a lot of things. Try to uh, get to the bottom of things. And you're also the guardian of your organization because you're the third line of defense. Uh, you have to handle the communication channel because between executive management and board of directors, audit committees, and uh, regulators. And so you have to act in the best interest of your organization. Okay. okay. Do you have like a favorite tool, audit tool, or uh, productivity tool, or or anything of that effect? A, a tool that you would recommend to the listeners? Uh, in fact, uh, I had the opportunity uh, and um, to discover and use several times a data analytical tool. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna just name the one I'm using, but I'm sure there are a lot of another. Uh, other types of tools, it's the it's called IDEA. Mm -hmm. It's a Casewire, uh, developed by Casewire International. Uh, I use this tool, I've been using this tool since uh, more than 10 years. This tool gives me superpowers to analyze huge amount of data. Yeah. Uh, as a practical example, uh, replaying uh, an anti-money laundering analysis. Okay, someone, uh, I was given the result of the anti-money laundering analysis by the compliance officer. 
they explain me how they get to the results and then uh, i think i took databases uh the, the processes and then replay them through this tool in order to get some results and share it with uh, the the ODTs the results and it gave uh, it gives me opportunity for example to uh, show uh, what internal audit is really about just improve things yeah yeah, we've had a lot of great answers. Um, as a data analyst uh, myself, I'm going to say that's probably one of my favorite favorite ones. That's a really nice tool too. It's a nice kind of graduation from Excel to, um, I would say, a more powerful analytics tool. Um, so yeah, that, I've heard a lot of good feedback. I've I've used it a bit myself, and that is a that's a nice tool. Okay, um, if you could grab every auditor in the world by the shoulders and just shake them and say, "Will you please just do this one thing?" what would that be? I have my own, uh, I think you know about that uh, trend. We need to market about our job. We yeah. have to communicate uh, about what internal audit is really about. Uh, because getting a solid cooperation from auditors is the best way to create a warm environment and uh, ways to improve you 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 should you you would be surprised uh, i'm i'm usually surprised by the way people uh, see auditors they um, and in fact at the end of the uh, the, the, the 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 assignment the audit assignment uh, auditors always tell me Oh, we we didn't expect that from you. Mm -hmm. We were told that audit is a bad thing. Uh, they are uh, problem diggers. Uh, in fact, it, it's not about uh, playing bad cop, good cop, bad cop game. We are not bad cops. Uh, we are not good cops also. We are here to help organization to improve. In fact, we just have the ability to challenge. And we are just, we are just born or we developed our skills. We are four wheelers ready to work in any field. Yeah. That's what we are. Yeah, I like that. We had uh, Jason Menendez from Jushi Holdings um, recently on the show and he mentioned, so Jushi's like a, a, a new company, kind of like in a new sector. And so he was the, he launched the audit function there. And so I asked him, like, how do you, how did you let them know? How did you let the executives know who maybe they hadn't worked with audit before what audit does? Cause it's one thing to just show up and go, Hey, we're audit. We're here to help. And they go, well, we don't, I mean, what do you really do? We don't really know. Um, and so something that he does is every six months as part of his risk assessment process, he'll um, meet with the executives and, and kind of reevaluate their risk assessment. Um, and he uses that as an opportunity to go basically like, this is what we do. This is what we can do. This is how we can help. And so I think the marketing and the education is absolutely, um, a huge, um, a huge deal that we need to, um, make sure to have a process in place for, not just go, 
hey, yeah, we're going to go uh, market ourselves and we're going to go do this round table or this, you know, um, road tour kind of thing. Like it, that's great, but it needs to be a, a continuous process. So I, I really like that. Okay. Something that we've talked about, uh, you and I, that we haven't talked about on the show, which I think is a fascinating topic is how do you deal with people that don't want to be audited? which I feel like is the majority, although there are those people that I know I've walked in and they were like, we can't wait for you to like test everything that we do. I want to know how good a job I'm doing. I want to get an A plus, you know, and it's like, well, that's not really what it's about, but um, how do you deal with those people that are maybe anxious when they hear audits coming in or they just don't want to be audited? Um, I remember when I was in external audit, I was um, talking to a client and I could see her feet like jumping up and down below the desk. She had a nail file and she was filing her nails like down to the cuticle the whole time. And she was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm just really nervous. And I was like, it's really not that big a deal. Like, I'm sure you're fine. You've been doing this a while. Um, but anyway, how would you uh, work with those people? How do you deal with those people that don't, do not want to be audited or are scared of audit? I think the first, uh, we have to get to the root cause of resistance, resistance of change, resistance of being audited. And one of them for me, what I have uh, observed is the ignorance of what audit is. Mm -hmm. The other is the, uh, the audit reputation, good or bad. Uh, and another one is the fear of being judged. Uh, it's human. Uh, to to be uh, we don't like uh, people judging us but because it's our job and uh, I would like to be perfectly clear auditors don't judge people we judge activities we judge organizations we judge process we judge the effective effectiveness of processes but mm -hmm. we don't judge people we are not here to uh, make reputation of the people so uh, I, I'd like, I'm, uh, I'm also um, teaching internal audit. Uh, what I usually uh, refer is the theory of uh, leading change of John Cotter. I don't know if you knew this one. Mm -mm. If you know this one, he, who in 1996 in Harvard Business Review gave some uh, principles of uh, establishing um, condition of uh, change management. And the first of them say establish a sense of urgency for the audit, just need to explain uh, why you are auditing, why, uh, because of course, when you audit a subject, a topic, a process, an entity, it's a risk-based approach. We are not uh, auditing process or people. Um, we are not uh, auditing something just by chance. Mm -hmm. So we have to explain that we have defined that this area of risk has been a significant change. And now we have to uh, create an awareness of why we are doing this. Yeah. So to better manage risk. Okay. Uh, the second one is a form form a strong governing coalition. I, I'm not just just to be to be clear. 
we have to be clear with the management uh, uh, team of uh, auditees. We have to establish a good relationship. Uh, we have to be transparent about what exactly are our objective. We have to share objective. We have to share uh, ways of working. We don't have to hide things, especially if the corporate culture, the corporate culture is weak in terms of risk management. And then we can go further. Uh, we have to be clear on the roadmap. Uh, we have to be clear on the the risk, uh, the the testing process. Uh, we have to share results. In fact, we have to say, okay, just imagine you are paying an external uh, consulting company uh, to help you improve your process. We are doing that the same thing. The difference is you didn't ask for it. Yeah, that's a good and of and, and of course, uh, uh, what I'm doing, I'm sharing the improvement step, the results, and when I finish uh, my assignment, uh, I share the report in, in the final communication of my report. I also discuss with the implementation of recommendation and the timeline, which is a good way to start the discussion on a subject and find ways because at the end of the process, when uh, you are going a good audit assignment, people are asking for, for help or for uh, advice. So that I'm I'm not gonna develop all the theory, but uh, you know, just be uh, clear with auditees. Yeah, and you mentioned change management, and so whenever we talk about change management on the show, I always make note to the IT auditors. We're not talking about change management in terms of software. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're not, we're not talking about yeah, authorized it's testing and approving changes. It's a yeah. cor it's a corporate culture change. Right, and so and and. I try to boil down change management to two things that I try to get across when, when implementing analytics within a group, which is uh, a change management function in and of itself. And the two things I try to boil it down to at a minimum are, this is why we're doing this initiative. And then this is how it is going to impact you. Um, and I know, so you hit on change management earlier. Could you kind of like expand on that uh, and go into a little bit more detail outside of my simplification of it and how we can deal with change and how change management plays a role in that? I'm, I'm going to take the example of um, monitoring activity. Okay. Uh, as you know, and uh, of course, uh, people are not expert on data analytics. They are not uh, aware of uh, what it could bring to them. Okay, uh, when auditing, uh, we we are able to uh, dig deep in the process, link the the process with the uh, information system, uh, assess the way uh, people are managing the teams. Uh, usually, frequently, they are using Excel sheets. Mm -hmm. It's not a it's 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 not a surprise for everyone, and and sometimes we find errors, which is human, and that's we are saying operational errors happen, and and uh, through this process, we are. Uh, 
showing them, okay, we uh, took the database, we use data analytic tools, uh, we uh, use data viz solutions, data visualizations, and then if uh, you're okay with that, maybe we can recommend you to automate this process, secure this process, and just focus of, on KPIs and focus uh, your time on decision-making and coaching on managing your team. That's an example of uh, improvement, monitoring and management activities. Nice. Yeah, I like that example a lot. So what about in terms of like helping new auditors as well? Because that's a kind of a change management, a huge change management project, basically. Like you bring on a new auditor and you have to coach them up and teach them. And and so how do you, what can we do to help new auditors? I, I'm used, I have, and I'm still taking apprentice, uh, apprentices, um, auditors in my team. Uh, what I can say by experience, it took, uh, it takes time to form a good auditor. Um, the average time for me is uh, from uh, three to six months before uh, he starts to understand um, some basic principles. Uh, of course, the, the last two I had uh, wanted to um, excel in audit. The first one, uh, the previous, the first one went to PwC. I helped him, and the other one went into bank inspection team. And uh, um, guess uh, which skill helped them uh, attempt their job? I'm gonna go with data analytics. I'm hoping it's data analytics. Yeah, <laughs> analytics. And, uh, in fact, they called the, the, man the manager called me and said, oh, we, we are short of uh, data analytical skills. And uh, we didn't have, uh, this is of uh, criteria of, uh, of selection. In fact, I remember for the last one, uh, he didn't once, after two months, he asked me, why are, are you, uh, why uh, do I have to analyze databases uh, we have to write scripts. It's not part of the job. And I say, okay, just trust me. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll thank me later. And that's uh, exactly what happened. Nice. I like that story. Um, earlier, we were talking about resistance to being audited and you mentioned getting down to that root cause. What, what do you feel like is the root cause of the resistance to being audited? I think it's the, the corporate culture. The, in fact, I'm not going to say the same things uh, we always uh, have been saying, but uh, in fact, the corporate culture uh, has, uh, is, is bringing from the top management. And uh, I, uh, more than that, by the uh, board of directors. I'm going to give you an example. In, in my company, we have... Uh, Board of directors uh, and the team was renewed after five years because it's the, the period. Uh, the first action of the new audit committee was to uh, command an, an external audit of how 
the audit committee worked. I was assigned to the, lead this audit with the external party because we wanted an independent point of view. Uh, we had uh, some findings, some recommendations, and they took into consideration all these recommendations in order to uh, understand, uh, ask questions on how we manage our risk, what is our uh, risk culture, uh, risk culture, risk appetite, uh, and um, you know some basic things which helped to uh, build a strong risk culture on the high level. Yeah. Once the the tone is set on the top, after you have to disseminate it on lower levels. And I think that's the best way uh, to uh, get to the root cause and to treat the root cause of uh, resistance to resistance, resistance of audit. Perfect. All right. Well, I know you have uh, you're very involved with Asaka, um, and there is a conference in Rome. Is that correct? Could you tell us a little bit more about that and your role with that conference and kind of overall uh, what you're doing with Asaka? In fact, uh, as, as I told you uh, earlier, auditor is a lifetime learner. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, when I was uh, a new auditor, uh, I wasn't very good in IT-related uh, things. I, uh, I try to understand uh, the topic. I am not a software engineer. I'm not an, a security engineer. But I had to uh, tackle some uh, security-related issues. So I went back to university, I uh, passed some certifications. Very nice. uh, one of them was uh, the CISA, uh, the CISA, and this is the one, uh, uh, one of the best IT uh, related uh, auditor certificate and it's uh, provided by Azaka. That's how I knew Azaka, but after the certification, I got a lot of other certification in product management, uh, I'm, uh, I'm certified in data um, section. Uh, last week, I, I got certified in uh, CMMC, uh, cybersecurity. Nice. So um, that, the, I think the CISA certificate started my journey in IT audit. Uh, I had the opportunity to go to international conferences to meet a lot of people and to be part of a larger community of auditors. And ISACA is organizing every, uh, every year uh, one conference in Europe. And uh, when it is possible, and, uh, and I, I went uh, on the conference, when it's possible for me to go there, I'm, I'm going there. This year, I'm a um, member of the task force uh, team which organizes the the, the conference. Uh, it is a, a wonderful opportunity to learn how a conference is organized, uh, what uh, what are the implications, the planning, the execution, uh, the sponsorship, the so that that the promotion, the communication, the marketing. Uh, it, it was a wonderful experience. More than that, I, I have I, I'm going on. The, the conference as a task force mm -hmm. uh, I, I am, I'm going to do some on-field uh, job 
with Isaac headquarter team. I think that's no other way, no other best way to learn how it works. And I was pretty curious about how the conference uh, is organized because this kind of conferences, which are international conferences, which their attendance are very huge. And uh, it's very, uh, I was really, uh, maybe because I'm auditor, I was curious about how uh, things are uh, organized. And I have, I am happy to say that after this, uh, this conference, I, I could just take one thing. Yeah, I have organized uh, an international conference, uh, like I have been a speaker on an international conference. And when is the, when is that conference? The conference is uh, from uh, 18 to 20th October. Okay. And it is a, it's offered it, virtually. Is that right? Also? Yes. Okay. You have the opportunity to register virtually. You have to go on Isaac website. It's Isaac Roma conference. All and right. it really needs, it really needs uh, people uh, from uh, information system level from around the world. Okay. Not only Europeans. Right. Okay. And then is there last thing to kind of close us out? Is there any kind of closing remarks that you want to leave the audience with any, um, Hey, take action on this type of, um, guidance that you would like to, to provide or leave the audience with as, as experienced auditors, we need to create a, a link with the new ones, uh, which will help us to communicate, uh, gradually and globally on what we do. So maybe some mentorship program, which link experienced people with new ones, and even some dissemination of communication around what audit is about, will help us uh, having a good, a better understanding and a, a good reputation, because I firmly believe uh, our job is really important. And it's just, uh, and I can assure you that the board of directors are aware of that. Hey everyone, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Audit Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere, so please hit the subscribe button there. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, feel free to go give us that five-star rating. It only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five-star review, and it really helps to get future guests to come on the show, so we'd really appreciate that. Lastly, be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on TikTok. Also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one.